welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Detailers, thank you so much for tuning into another what uh, I think for you is going to be a really great episode. Really excited about what we are in right now in the series on, uh, well, the mental game of detailing. Okay, this goes beyond picking up a paint uh, gauge and seeing, you know, how much clear coat, right? Uh, it goes beyond understanding scrubbing leather to a, a point of, you know, where do you reach between the dye transfer and uh, having to re, uh, retouch up leather, right? This is the game of you, the operator. What goes through your mind? Positive, negative? How does it help? How does it hurt you as the business owner? So super fun series and uh, Really, really excited about also then what's happening over at the Community Pub. So each episode, we usually will jump straight over into the Community Pub. So go every Wednesday night at 7.30 Central. Go to Zoom and use meeting ID 918-800-1188. That's going to Zoom.com and use meeting ID 918-800-1188. Hey, this is Marshall, Total Auto Solutions. I hope to see you there. I'd love to have a beer with you. Welcome to the Pints of Polishing Podcast, where, uh, well, I like blondes. Blondes like peach bellinis. <laughs> You're going to say and, blondes uh, like me. And DJ likes peaches. I do like peaches. So we're going to have a peach berlini. All right. I like it. Uh, from left hand. And what they always say is from their hand to yours. Are you normally a left-hand kind of guy? I usually shape with my right. Yeah? Yeah. Most people do. Okay. So you're lefty or what? Uh, no, I'm also a righty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Every once in a while, though. Okay. Yeah, every once in a while. It's a little strange. Yeah, it is. I think they even have a beer called The Stranger. <laughs> <laughs> what brewery is that? This one, left hand. Is that left hand that has yeah. a stranger? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I had no idea what to think. And I still don't know what to think. But it's good. It is? Yeah, it's good. I, I'm undecided. You know why I think it's good, though? Uh, the little bit of sourness to it? Exactly right. Yeah. Nicely done. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's almost like you take... Yeah. I, see, I'm but making that fake. Like, like, like a soda, too, in a sense. Like oh. it has that. Man, I'm going to have to have quite a few more for that to start going down better. Hmm. What's the alcohol? 4.1. Oh, gosh. So we're not going to really. <laughs> nothing's going to help. I might have to switch you over to. You might have to switch over to some of the uh, shop beer. <laughs> we got some extras from, yeah. from previous episodes. Yeah, I might actually. have to switch over to that. That's, that's, that's definitely. If I not... drink the whole six through, I might be feel a little bit. You might. Maybe. I'll keep I said going. That on the, I told you, I said 4.1%. Yeah, that's true. You still grabbed it. I still it? grabbed it. Well, because that didn't matter. I'm like, but. You were going for the but taste. Now, yeah, but now that the taste is not there. The taste isn't there, so it's I all about And I can't get there. a little tipsy <laughs> so that I don't have to taste it. Now I'm a little concerned. Yeah. 
I'd be but concerned too. This is what it is. Well, so how's the week been, man? Anything new? What's going on? Uh, school started back. Oh gosh, are you so, guys doing like sit in front of the computer? Or absolutely are you doing... not. Okay, no. so your kids are all going into school. Our kids are in school. Yeah. How does yep. it so different districts? I, different districts. Get okay. the shoes, and then Union voted. They had a uh, like a board meeting, and there was a pan like yeah, and they voted to. So they tried to, they gave the parents an option. You can either virtual your kids or you can send them to school. So they gave them options. Then they took the option away and said only virtual people caused, raised a fuss. They had to vote on it and they still voted to let kids go to school. Can you imagine? I mean, that's, here's the bad part. Like the bad part is for all the parents that literally don't have a way. Like that's what I'm saying. there's no imagine? way yeah. like, and yeah. these, some of these kids, they, they don't learn that mm -mm. way at all. Yeah. So you go from, I think you might've said it with, from from playing video games on a screen to now trying mm -hmm. to learn is that what you, you mm -hmm. I think we had this conversation before yeah. to now trying to learn from a screen too how do you disconnect yeah i mean that the brain of that child's never had to right no. i mean you, you might watch some cool videos you might right. watch something to learn but you've never actually used that to actually have to learn now some of them some schools like i know my daughters out in jacksonville they were given laptops and stuff at school so i mean they've They've had stuff that they've so used. Yeah. We're, remember, we're in Oklahoma. So, you know, our kids here haven't seen, like, laptops and stuff at schools. You know, it, oh, no, never. Yeah. But they're, like, they actually give them out, and the kids take them home and bring them back. Like, it's, right. a, it's a regular thing, you know. So why we're, what, 49th out of 50 in education? Well, so I will correct you there, because they're giving all of our – so our kids – Now. They, okay. Now they are. Now. Gotcha. We're, but we're, before, we're years behind. Gotcha. <laughs> years so you're behind. saying we still don't, no, but we no. just started. Yes. Um, I Could you imagine yourself as a mm -mm. eight, nine, I mean, no, no way in hell. At, no I, way in hell. Even in college, I couldn't do that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, by then I could. I'm just, I still need to be I'm like, saying like a kid. I mean, oh, I got second grade kid. Just staring at a computer. Yeah. To learn. All there was that. a uh, TikTok I saw. I sent over to a customer. <laughs> I saw it too. Did you? Did I sent it to yeah, the one with the, had the little the lady old, old the Mexican belt. grandma yeah. with like about to whoop Tear that kid's up. ass. I mean, because could you imagine that kid? Like, there's no way if you got an ADD, ADD kid like I would have been to sit him down in front of something like that and to not go click onto other stuff and not go try and figure out this and not do it like, whew, man, I, I don't know. Made it. Just like I don't know if I can make this beer, but I'm gonna sure try it. It really is. It's a good tasting beer, but it's missing the. Uh, this would be one that I could I could possibly say that I could fall into that category where you say, "Well, that's not a beer." I mean, this isn't that far away from that. Like, it's, are Rattlers even up there in percentage though? In general, I don't think so. So yeah, there's we went wrong in a lot of different. Well, but I we like saw left hand. And I'm we're fine like, you know with what? Rattlers. I like Rattlers. I thought the concept sounded really good. It was worth a try. And we had we had left hand last last week. So, like I said, you like peaches, so you know. I do like peaches. It's worth a try. It was worth a try. Oh, hmm. uh, anything new uh, coming out of the IDA? Anything you want to talk about? Um, yeah, we launched our marine. Uh, testing so now you can become marine certified oh nice yeah that's pretty cool the uh, virtual cd testings are going great so there's demand for more working on like the virtual sv portion too to make that available so that'll be pretty awesome 
Okay. How's the uh, Marine thing going? Uh, it launched or is launching next Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Oh. So you'll be able to get a Marine certification. It's pretty cool. What? Right. Trying to think of what else is going on. I'm brain dead right now. But that's exciting, though. No, that is. That's a big deal, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, what's the. Uh, is there a. Re- like. Just seeing the need that Marine is growing that fast or what's? Uh, just more legitimizing that side of the, the industry too. So we've got certified detailers, you get skills validated. And now we're going into more specialty certifications to where we can do Marine eventually to be aviation, you know, motorcycle, things like that. So you can get different type of certifications within. Yeah. Wow. Aviation would be, you got to tie in. Motorcycle, but, but just getting more specialized in the certifications. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be a lot of, a lot of stuff on the aviation that might get a little. Yeah, I might have went a little. I, I don't know if that's going to be a thing because yeah. that's I can see already some a lot of issues with that. Yeah. Um, but at least it's on the discussion block. It definitely yeah. is. It's having more specialized. Uh, makes type sense. Tests. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. All right. Oh, cool. Well, uh, this week on the uh, Pints of Policy podcast, Mr. Patterson, um, we're going to get back into our feeling. Again, mm-hmm. one feeling, just the one. We did one last week. Uh, so, how'd you do on your fears for this past week? Did you, did you think they rose a little bit? And sometimes, do you think they went away a little bit more? What do you think? Mm, stayed about the same. Yeah, just stayed about the same. Just normal. I think I feel like when I talk about stuff more, then they come to mind more, you and I think it, more, I yeah. notice them more. And that has its good things and its bad things, right? Like. You got to have a good uh, a good um, respect for fear. And so when you have some of those fears that pop up, I feel like I feel like I finally see them a little bit more clear and maybe address them sooner. In theory. In theory, huh? Yeah, in theory. Uh, when you're thinking the mind game of detailing, right? I mean, it's not really something that you probably would have really thought about when you were just launching or when you were two to three years in, right? I mean, when do you think if you could look back at a time that maybe might pop out in your career where you went, huh, okay, there's a lot more to this than just how I perform. I gotta, I gotta also be concerned about myself. Hmm. Like as in personally. Yeah. Okay. You asked me when that was? If there was anything that came to mind. Uh, about me thinking about myself personally is when it was probably a time in which I burnt out and was working 80 hours a week, late nights, early mornings, over and over and over again. And then you're just, you're just not healthy then. So burnt out. What, so just in, you just reached exhaustion where you wanted to throw it in? Throw a towel. Yeah, there's been multiple times in my career that I've just wanted to just throw it all away, just having to do all the phone calls and the scheduling and then actually physically detailing, you know, back when I was doing all that at once and doing it for so long. And it's easy for us to grind for, you know, guys listening my, or girls listening now is like, I can do this all day, every day. But there's a point, it doesn't matter who you are, there's a point if you do all that for too long, you're going to reach a point of some time of burnout. And uh, that's when you make decisions. Okay, I'm either going to continue to to burn out, which is almost impossible, or I'm going to make some changes. So that's when you kind of work more on yourself to make those changes, because now you're dealing with um, 
you know, trying to change the way you do business so that you can take care of yourself. Um, and those are definitely key pieces of growing a business. But I think everyone's experienced at some point, some type of burnout or will at some point. All right. So describe your burnout. What'd you do? Like you just, you just finally like at one point said no more cars or did you just say, Hey, I need a break. I mean, what, what'd you do when you reached that point? I learned the word no. So um, I've always been big into just saying yes, um, taking on more than I should just because I know I could, um, but I could handle that much, that much work. So um, learning how to say no and not being disappointed or not being afraid to disappoint um, clients when you can say, hey, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm booked out two weeks or we can't get that boat done until the 13th or whatever it is. And, and, and being okay with them either not using us for that specific project or uh, whatever it is, just being okay with telling them no. So that definitely helped a lot. It's, I don't feel like that I necessarily had to work that hard that many hours, but in the earlier years, you know, uh, you're really trying to reach, you know, different financial goals and so forth. So you, you kind of have to do a lot, but I feel like you should be able to do it with some balance. And that's something I did not have because I said yes to everything and everyone. Um, so did, do you think burnout comes physically, mentally, or, I mean, you could say see both and then I'll have you explain which, whichever choice you want to make. me to make one choice? No, I didn't. Actually, that's why I gave you three. And I told you <laughs> C would, would be able to cover both. Okay. You just have to explain it. Cool. I mean, when you, when you reach burnout, right, when you reach that moment of you no longer want to do much more, was that a mental? Was that a physical? Uh, or I, was it both? I think you burn out, well, me, I burnt out mentally first. Um, because once your, your mental's gone, you really can't keep pushing forward no matter how much energy you have or how strong you are if you're mentally beat down you can't perform properly because you can't think you've got a trouble performing no i do not have a trouble performing well no you don't man but... you got four kids <laughs> uh, you sure know how to turn it um but <laughs> uh you, you threw me off there bud you threw me off there you like performing i do like performing but when your mental's gone uh it's kind of hard to do anything else so I feel like I mentally burn out before anything else. All right, but you are lately, of course, you said, and then you go in and out of moments where you really focus on your body too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but which one, let's, let's think, which one do you find to be more important? Taking care of yourself mentally or taking care of yourself physically? I mean, I think if you take care of yourself physically, you are always going to have a better, clear mind. So whether it's, whatever you do physically, whether it's you cycle or you uh, lift weights or you do yoga or any, anything physical that's, that's, an, uh, that's some type of, you know, activity that you can do for your body that helps you know, if you're a runner, like just to help with, uh, you know, cardio, things like that, right, it's going to make your mind sharper naturally. Understandable. Uh -huh. Which do you find that would be more important, working on your body physically or working on your mind? Um, how would you define working on your mind? Well, you could do um, meditation. You could do, uh, you know, classes on learning about yourself. You could study your okay. own cool. habits. You I could think it depends on understand. the person, though. As to I know, that's what I was asking you. Me, personally, it would be more physical. 
Okay. So, so have you ever done like regular meditations? I've done meditations not on a regular basis, but I have definitely done them and they do work. Um, I've not done them frequently or consistently to gain maximum results from that type of, of thing. But yeah, I've sporadically done meditation with my wife because she does them sometimes Oh, you do too. them with your wife. Yeah, those are fun. Do you hold hands? Uh, you know, we don't have to go into what we do during the meditation. Or, I know we don't, but I was just asking. I don't uh, hold hands. You general. don't hold I, hands I'm during meditation? Hold, I'm not a hand holder in general. Oh, like my, just during meditation? Nope, I never hold hands. I don't like Oh, it. at all? No. Even during meditation? But not, aren't you like in this like in this like euphoric place where you kind of rose above yourself and you're like holding hands going mm. no but that's not the meditation you do no nope. oh what meditation do you do what did you eat huh when you met when you rose outside of your body and you did that mm, like I, i've never done that huh i just thought that that's what meditation was oh that's levitation elevating levitation what are you that's levitation so what's meditation what do you do on meditating i don't meditate you said you did it with your wife i said i've done so there's an app you put an app on and it's like you this lady's walking you through breathing shit and then okay that type of stuff okay uh i have sometimes when i'll say something to alexa like i like meditation music uh-huh so i like to listen to meditation music so what do you do when you meditate you just sit there and shut uh, your brain off or i well so I stretch, but even even when I'm not doing that, I like to a lot of times listen to meditation music just on the house as I'm walking around the house, working on and stuff. And that will be considered meditating for you. No, 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 it's not. I'm just saying, though, like, I like to listen to that music. <clears throat> so what do you do when you meditate, though? And that's where I was going, and then you asked that question, so I had to answer that question I and then I led that. it down to that other. But um, where I was going was every once in a while when I ask Alexa to turn on meditation music, she'll throw in some guided meditation like you're talking about where it like tries to tell you to like breathe and think about the like uh-uh i can't do that <laughs> like i can't do it i tried it one time i did like i put it on youtube and it was like i turned off the lights and it was like okay i'm gonna like i'm gonna go through guy and i couldn't do it like having somebody talk me through something was it a guy voice or a girl voice it was a girl voice okay yeah it sounded like an older woman try voice. try guy he might like that <laughs> I might. You might. You gotta right. try it. You're right. You gotta try it. You're right. That uh, was that was yeah, nicely done. Community. Uh but so no, when I'll do some stretching. I I've talked about that quite a bit. There's one thing I found that I really loved out of Corona. Um would get into a good place mentally by uh, you know, uh sitting out resting and uh beginning to stretch my body and put it in different places and then you could eventually sometimes just hold yourself out to where then mentally you could just think through a lot of stuff while your body is uh in a relaxed place hmm. oh. uh the uh there's like uh tibetan monks that do that mm-hmm. yeah those you are do that yeah i like to listen to those you do it I'm not, no, I don't. That was my like tried attempt, okay. but I'm not, no, I don't do it. I've never studied it. I don't know if I could do it. I'm, I'm pretty tone deaf. So I, I would never really hit the, the right tone deaf too? Oh yeah, yeah, man. God, I'm all kinds dude. of fucked up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's why I could never really sing or play music or anything like that. Cause it just was always in the wrong 
was never in the right key. So I actually, I, <laughs> I grew up, you know, like since growing up, uh, very religious, I was in kids choir. Right? Oh, no. I would always just, you know, uh, like, not like, I was feeling it one day and I was, you know, singing, well, the actual, uh, yeah, the actual choir, like the, the guy that was normally up and like in the Sunday thing, like leading people, you know, that guy, whatever, uh, he was leading us in our little kids thing. And I was like, wow, this is cool. So I'm singing. He goes, Hey, hold on. Somebody right over here is just, <laughs> it's like, and he kept looking and he's like, somebody right his way off. So I just, after that, I was like, mmm, mmm, mmm. like, I was like, you knew it was oh, you. Yeah. 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 I never sang again. Oh, that no. guy crushed you, man. No, 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 it didn't. I'm sorry. He man. didn't crush I'm me. Sorry. It just made me realize that he's... I couldn't sing and I should keep my mouth shut. So he didn't crush me. I just, yeah. you know, realized I should sorry take you, one for the team. Sorry and, you have that trauma, man. I yeah. don't know. How does that make you feel? It was better than like when you, at the time, like, did you have feelings of, anything you know we're talking about feelings I, we are no i i expressed my feelings that's what i said i didn't i didn't feel bad i just felt oh okay i should probably not sing you didn't feel hurt sad no nah. you ever think about it anymore I was probably more relieved <laughs> i didn't have to fucking go back to choir Are you kidding me imagine going to choir every sunday fucking afternoon you were feeling it though dude it was you horrible said, you said you were feeling it man. i was i thought it was my day he was gonna put me up on stage i knew it <laughs> for three seconds <laughs> uh, that's funny i know uh all right so we are talking about feelings but uh mostly we are talking not necessarily about just uh just feelings in general but uh, we are going through the mind game of detailing right so our mind and uh what we do, what we think about, how we approach things, how we uh, absorb things, how we go about our day interacting with people, how we go about our day interacting with customers, with accounts, with, you know, whatever. Everything we do as a business owner, maybe it's interacting with teammates, maybe it's interacting with prospects and trying to make sales. Everything that goes around detailing and goes around the business of detailing is affected by our mind. So it is a massive mind game that we play as detail owners. And so we are in uh, now what, the third week of our series. So uh, last week we talked about fear, uh, how fear impacts us as detailers. I had uh, a really good time talking about uh, that and moved over into the community pub. So uh, as always, 7.30 uh, on uh, Wednesday nights, Go on to Zoom, use meeting ID 918-800-1188, and uh, come have a beer with us. Uh, we, uh, we like having beers, and we like talking with other detailers. It's uh, what we call community. Um, and uh, so what we're going to talk about today is uh, kind of sort of like next phase of what a lot of people uh, deal with, right? I mean... Um, we can fear things and we can, uh, well, have a, uh, like we said, either a respectful or a negative approach to fear. Uh, but the next one, I think, is probably something that every single person uh, deals with, especially every business owner. So, you know, the feeling for today is anxiety. Ooh. Yeah. What do you think about when you hear the word anxiety? 
feeling anxious right now. Are you? Like, do I you am. get like a little bit of a heartbeat rush or is it in your mind? You know, um, what do you feel? Like, I feel like anxious can be a, na- is it a noun? Like, it's just like a, like, I don't know. It's just, uh, I'm trying to put it to words of how I actually feel as a person because it's just like, I get, you feel- I get crazy in my head. Yes, like but, it just goes, but that's called anxiousness. Like I'm getting, I'm, I'm all over the place. Yeah. And, but I'm frustrated at the same time. No. Oh Sometimes. yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, so it's not only the uh, anxiety for you is not only just the like, oh gosh, I'm you know, everything might, because but, I'm anxious. But then you're angry on the inside correct. because you can't fix it. And I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not, um, uh, I'm not at peace. I don't have, str- I don't have, um, uh, what, what am I trying to say? What's the word for it? Um, grounded. Ah. I'm not grounded. And I like to be, I like to be very grounded. So when I'm, when I'm anxious, I'm all over the place. I don't feel, I wouldn't say the word secure, but that could definitely define it in a sense. I just don't feel grounded with. If you used your left hand, would you have been more secure? I don't think so. I don't, this is, you're drinking your second left hand beer here. Right? I am. You like it? I, like I said, it, if I drink enough, it might make it okay. <laughs> you only have one more shot. I only have one more. How are you feeling the second one? Second one's, you know, just better than the first one. Definitely not tipsy yet. Definitely not. Mm-mm. All right, so uh, I I go in my head with the anxiety, but then I feel it with just like like tension in my body there too. Like I think uh, I think I've realized as as a year and a half ago when I couldn't even bend over, you know, to now being able to fully move around. You bend fully- over all the time now, huh? Nice. <laughs> Nice one. <laughs> nice one. Yeah, I, I couldn't bend over then, but now I've been over. I'm all good the time. now. So Marty's in a great mood. Uh so I uh I you know, I feel I've felt uh <clears throat> that my anxiety I began to hold in my body uh in tension. Mm. Uh, we might call it straight you know, I don't I don't consider that stretch like I feel like I literally just held a lot of it inside and my body got extremely, extremely paralyzed. Yes. And it it really pretty much the anxiety paralyzed a bit of my body. I definitely think that way. Um, So we want to dive into basically what are, um, you know, what is it that we uh, are anxious about? What is it that us as detailing business owners, uh, would be anxious about so unfortunately our guest tonight couldn't make it he uh you know hikari we hopefully we'll see you soon couldn't make it his shop was uh you know he was trying to get it all set up so uh he had he had put out on a post in um uh, in one of the i think it was detailing for money and so i'd commented and we chatted back and forth and uh he had uh felt a lot of pressure from his family hmm. and um so we, we were starting to talk to him about that and and that's what I was going to have him bring up his story tonight. For me, I also have felt a lot of anxiety from from my family. Uh, I I think um, I think a lot of it was was based on just the way I was raised. Uh, the very conservative, very I mean, Southern Baptist is about the most conservative form of Christian religion of of all of them. I mean, it's it's extremely rigid, um, and and so when when you begin to uh, well, 
not always abide by everything in the religion. Oh, no. Yeah, like, I, I felt a lot of pressure from my family. Uh, and I felt a lot of pressure from them on decisions that I had made in life. Um, things that I'd, you know, had done that maybe they didn't always approve of. And that brought a lot of stress to the family, right? I mean, uh, especially culminating to a divorce and then the kids going back and forth, right? It mm. creates a lot of inner family, just stress and, you know, eh, and, and being around family a lot of times it created anxiety for me just personally, especially with the girls going back and forth. I mean, the anxiety level of the girls, of me with the girls was, I mean, whew, like, especially those first times when they would go back and forth. I mean, that, oh man, that was, I was fucking brutal. Just the anxious, it wasn't just that they were leaving, it's that you knew they were leaving and those weeks before and then coming down to those days before they were going to leave and you just like, you're wanting to hold time and like, stop, not yet, not mm -hmm. yet. And then it's just, they're gone. And it's like, ah, like, fuck mm. it. Personally, that's the anxiety. Like I got both of those anxieties and a lot of that weighed on me. And I think it started in my head, but then I think it affects, I think it affected my body. No doubt. I think I carried it heavily in my body. Hmm. Oh. What about you? What's what anxiety uh, personally do you do you feel as a business owner? Like, what's some of the anxiety that you get? Um, I mean, I would piggyback a little bit and say I, I get a lot of anxiety from bending over. No, I don't but nice try uh, from family as well because I have a very demanding position in my job and in, in, in the company, and uh, there's times when I have to put in quite a bit of overtime, which affects me not being at home, which makes my wife and I not really communicate very well. And I'm not seeing the kids all the time. So I'm putting a lot of pressure, but I know I have to do what I'm doing for work to make certain things happen. I know I have to do those things. So I get a lot of anxiety knowing that I'm not fully available to the family. Um, and I feel like a lot of that got relieved around Corona as well. When I was got to fully pull out of the business almost for several weeks and focus on the family mm -hmm. and then ease back into uh, the runnings of a business again at full time, but now I know how to manage it more, which my anxiety level is extremely low. Now you get, you get anxiety for random things here and there, obviously, but as far as that big, heavy anxiety from with that work life balance, um, that's less than tremendously since, uh, I broke the cycle after the whole pandemic. So I would think that would be common pretty with most all detailers that are married. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's very few that wouldn't really struggle Like we talk back and forth. Unless yeah. the spouse is working in the business. Correct. Right. I think that could or couldn't solve a lot, but for a lot of detailers, which would have been myself included, um, marriage inside a small business, uh, if not both people are on the same page, it, it definitely can create oh, a massive, massive anxiety. Yeah. Uh, spousal anxiety is basically what we're yeah. just whole family even from the kids yeah, yeah because you, you're feeling pressure from the wife because you're not seeing the kids as much or she's with the kids all the time that's a huge stressor yeah. that right there brings mm -hmm. me anxiety because i'm like damn like i know your job's hard too like i know dealing with that many kids is difficult but i have to be here right now and i'm not right. having a great time either but i i need to do xyz 
and right now you have to do xyz too we both are in a really shitty place but let's just get through it together but when she doesn't understand that with me in a certain time now she's very like it's not all the time but when when there's when we're not communicating properly in those times that brings me an immense amount of anxiety i i definitely missed um i definitely missed quite a few uh children events Ooh, i definitely missed uh, soccer games i missed uh, school events i mean yeah i mean anytime you're starting a business i mean it, for those first years i mean you you've got to dive 100 percent in, in, the, I mean, in the first for years for absolutely yeah, first four There's, to five yeah, at yeah, least, yeah, yeah. For, sure, for sure for sure i can definitely yeah attest to that so all right uh i i think it's a very a lot of people will relate with that yeah for sure all right so when you're thinking uh this amazing left hand uh peach beerlini do you think amazing when you see that big old peach sitting right there and you go mm, well that's just what i really need um no <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so but swallow a mouthful and what do you what do you taste hmm. all right i gotta i mean it's almost like you taste a peach beline like a like a champagne a peach champagne i mean you, well that's a that's a bellini that's a per, oh is that what it is a bellini is yeah that's that's what it is so this is a beer lini. that's what this is then that's yeah. it it tastes like freaking peach champagne mm -hmm. interesting if this was poured out of a champagne bottle i would be like yeah this is peach champagne yeah uh, this would make uh that'd be one of those good yeah interesting would be this would be a uh if you're getting married and you're a dude like make this be like your drink at the wedding would be pretty cool. What? Yeah, I think it would. How? Cause it, she's got to like accept it. Cause it's fruity. It's, you know, it tastes like a Bellini, but you're like, fuck, I'm drinking beer at my wedding. If, and when you ever get married again, dude, and you don't have this beer at your wedding, I'm giving you so much shit. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Nice done okay yeah i'll have it right at your table nope <laughs> Listen, the situation. no 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 like you said done we said done. Nope, we said done now you can't unstipulate like you've got to throw all that in before i already said done like the the option was thrown out i accepted and it would be at your table no i didn't that's not how it works mm -hmm. you know what i meant all right uh so we are talking now we want to look at moving past us as business owners fear like uh, the anxieties that we have and move into, well, what about anxieties in the business, right? Past our own personal life and past what uh, being a detail owner puts into uh, trying to, well, whether or not you are married with kids or whether you're single or whether you're, you know, by choice, not doing any, either way, whatever you choose to do with your life, Detailing, um, well, it can put a lot of anxiety into different aspects. So, uh, but there's definitely going to be even more anxiety, I would think, operating when you're actually in the game, when you are fully tied in, you got your uniform on, you're at a customer's house, you got this unit over here, you got that one over there, you got employees calling in, you got this employee doing that, you got a customer that sends in a complaint, 
uh, you're trying to also market, you, you, you got to study this new marketing thing to do this. Okay, well, we got to do this too. And well, the salesman called me to do this. I mean, you're giving me anxiety right now. Right. But I mean, that is pretty much almost a normal day sometimes. No, it is. We call that putting out fires all day. Right. Uh -huh. So there's, there's definitely a, uh, a massive, uh, um, well, you could say, you could say a massive qualification for a small business owner that details would be that they have the ability to put out fires, like that they can handle the amount of shit that gets thrown at them. I think Mark Elliott's a better fire putter outer than anybody oh, else. Oh, just because industry. he does fires? Uh, so Drew Abney, local yeah. detailer, is now moving into firefighting really? and detailing. Really? Yeah. Nicely done, dude. Yeah. That's so, cool. I got to reach out to him. Yeah. So we've got another now uh, in the community. Hey. That is a uh, firefighter and detailer. So Drew came out to see him with us. Yeah. In Vegas. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, and Mobile Tech. Yeah. Was it both? Yeah. Because he's who took a bunch of those uh, uh, crates over for me and stuff. Remember? Early? Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Good dude. Good yeah, dude. Yeah, he is. Um, all right. So when we think uh, inside business, Mr. Patterson, what. Uh, What's your biggest anxiety as a uh, business owner in your business? Keeping everything together, man. And I mean, you kind of went through a whole long list of things that happen in a, in a given, uh, in a, sure. Uh, in a given day. I mean, that just can give you anxiety. So when things aren't going right, um, it kind of paralyzes you to keep moving forward. So uh, you mentioned marketing too. That's something that we deal with on, on a, uh, a daily basis as a business owner, well, it's hard for me to uh, market or do things that are um, progressing the company forward if I'm constantly putting out fires all the time, which, which gives me anxiety because I know I need to be working on this marketing project over here, this big project that's going to bring in new revenue over here, but I'm too busy dealing with this stuff. So that's, that's anxiety because I'm not able to perform over here and do things that are moving the company forward because things that are holding the company back and it kind of gives you a little bit of anxiety there. Okay, can you be a little more specific? When you're putting out a shit ton of fires all the time. Okay, what are some of those fires? You named a shit ton of them a minute ago. Uh, employees calling in, or teams calling in sick, team member drama, uh, uh, damages on vehicles, or projects falling through, or weather is a huge one. Which for, for us through the Midwest, and Weather is huge. Weather alone, I could have just gave it. It's like weather alone can give you anxiety because now we're having to shuffle around multiple people's schedules around the weather and also plan out different projects based on the weather. Um, scheduling, <laughs> I mean, that's a, a massive anxiety with uh, owning and operating. Well, somebody a in California is not going to realize scheduling around okay. weather. Arizona or okay, you know, but, but here, Midwest. Yes, I do, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, that's a, you know what, that's one of the biggest things now talking it through. That's it. Like weather and scheduling and team members, like that all goes hand in hand. Um, it's just one big juggling act and definitely can give you anxiety, you know? And so when you get that anxiety, uh, I go back to the same question I asked a little bit ago. So where are you, where are you at? Are you, you're driving down the, the road in your truck. You, you're working on a car you, you're at home. When I get it. Yeah, and then like, how do you feel? Like, how do you know that you're anxious? Well, it doesn't really go away. It's not a specific time. It's just a, it's, it's a state uh, that, that you're in. You know, I don't know that I 
have anxiety when I clock in in the morning and then go home and I'm fine. I think it carries along with you until you kind of uh, fix the issue. I know for me personally, um, I can't just clock in and clock out of anxiety. So when I have it, I have it unless until the issues are fixed, you know? Okay. Uh, for me, I, I would say anxiety I have, uh, well, I think a big anxiety is when you're not, you're not content, you know, like you're, you're just not, you're not done yet and you still want more out of your business. Um, that brings a level of anxiety for me because at what point do you reach a career that you go, okay, I, I want not, not plateau, not the word, but like, okay, I'm ready to do this for a while. And I think some of that comes from my ADD, right? If I'm, if I'm so all over the board with so many different things, that also brings a lot of anxiety because I'm not focused. Hmm. So uh, we've, we've had different young detailers that, have also wanted, you know, it's just, there's some of us that are just that way. And they're like, we do this, I do this and I got this. And we did like, it's just some of us that are that way. So some, some people listening can relate. Some people are like, eh, I don't really understand what you're saying. So I get it. Um, a, another anxiety for me, a big one too is, is probably, uh, I mean, these definitely dealerships, like <laughs> dealership customers. I mean, Going into, into this side of the business, it was, it was interesting. Uh, there's a local competitor that had hired a detailer to, you know, go around and, and work in a truck. Um, and uh, the guy called me today because he was quitting. And, uh, and he, he, said, he said, hey, man, uh, I didn't last very long. Uh, just want to say, hey, a lot of respect. <laughs> I was like, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's tough, man. It's tough going into these places that think they know how to detail. They don't know how to detail and, um, and they don't, you know, you, you, you've got to try and sell them something, right? I mean, in order for you to survive is you got to sell them a product. And then in order for you to keep the customer, you got to do this, this, and this, like it's, it's a nonstop customer relationship. Right? You know, it's, I do get a lot of anxiety when you're complaining about your issues there too. <laughs> complaining or discussing? <laughs> I get it. I'm just yeah. saying, listening to those discussions is just like, uh. and and then at any point in time, right? You've heard that you've known this. Like at any point in time, you could be selling here locally. You could be selling, let's just say, degreaser for X amount of dollars, and there's another guy that can come in and soup it up for five to ten bucks less. Dude, yeah, right. Like, I mean, I'm like, hold on, the, we, like. In the industry, we complain about that There's guy no down the street. Though, with, uh, right? You, from, from the detail side, right? Yeah. We complain about that guy down the street's 25 bucks. That uh, guy down the street's uh, 50 bucks. Or, you know. But from a chemical side, a lot of times, people just want the cheaper stuff. And especially at you know, some stores. And so they just they, they want to cut, cut, cut. That's just what businesses do, right? Cut cost. So was very hard it brought a lot of anxiety right i mean you've known you've seen like when i was selling carbide it wasn't the cheapest product around so a lot of anxiety trying to hold that customer relationship when you mm. have another competitor always coming at the door i got a lesser price i got a lesser price i got a lesser price so whew. 
was a it was a rough battle. Yeah, going through dealerships. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed was. Yeah, I mean we're not doing near like what we're used to. I mean, gotcha. We definitely <laughs> pivoted, pivoted hard. So, but uh, all right, so we are in time to rate this beer. Oh man, do you want to go first? Go ahead. Mm, one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go 0.99. Yeah. 0.99, huh? Yep. 0.99. <laughs> going 0.99. Well, this is what it is. All right, we got some people hopping on the uh, community pub. So, uh, Mr. Patterson, why don't we hop on over there? Before we go, why don't you let people know where to find you on social? On social, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at uh, DJ Patterson. I was hold on. I, I was thinking. You sure you don't want to do that again? Yeah. <laughs> you can find me on all the social platforms at DJ Patterson. I don't know where I was going. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Uh, and Pines Polishing Podcast. Yeah. If they want to find us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just me. No, but they'll find you there. I'll be there. Yeah. Will you? I, yeah. Some okay. days. Right. Well, when you're not hanging out with me on the Pines page, where do they find you at? Ooh, I swear. Uh, at Total Auto Solutions on most, or uh, uh, Detail Supply app on TikTok, or Pine Sponsor Podcast on TikTok. How's TikTok going? Not good for the Pine Sponsor Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's not good, but uh, we're kicking in there. It's interesting, though. I mean, Total Auto Solutions, I mean, that's how we, we do it a lot. Uh, it's interesting to see new detailers coming into TikTok, mm-hmm. like big names starting to hop over uh and it's interesting to see some videos that they're putting out so there's definitely a a, a finally a movement of detailers moving heavily over we've got josh over in the community pub so josh is a big TikToker. uh josh uh what is that video that you're at now what's the last number that you hit i think it's trending at 2.5 million yeah wow yeah Isn't that, it's just cool right Did you have your shirt it's wild no, no. I've been tanning my chest. You can see how dark it is. <laughs> no, no. I just I didn't know if I was supposed to be on it or not. I'm just kind of getting the kids ready, you know. Yeah, no, we're hopping out. over the community pub. So let's hop over here, Mr. Patterson, and uh, we'll see everybody on the community pub. What's going on? Oh, nothing much, man. I figured I'd join you. I remember – you're doing this on Wednesdays, and I had a few free minutes, so I wanted to hop on. Wow, we got it. his free minutes. We did. Hell yeah. Thank you. You did. Yeah. In between. DJ, I've been, I've been hitting the gym and working out hard, too. So yes. my free time is, you know, from zero to, like, negative 25 minutes a day. Yeah, dude. It's fun, though, man, once you get hooked. Yeah. So I've been doing a program called 75 Hard. Uh-huh. And it's it's more about like accountability, like taking care of yourself, sticking to things, less about the workout, the meal plan. Gotcha. Um, and and lots of discipline. And dude, it's been good. Yeah, no, that alone will help. Yeah, sure. as a byproduct, I'm down like ten pounds. I saw your post the other day though, so. Hey, I took your ten. Twenty two is gonna be or twenty twenty is gonna be a good year after all. I took your ten. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Do I stay in here for the pot for the the pub thing? Do what? Do I stay in here for the pub thing? 
Yeah. What do you guys kick me out? Of- <laughs> what do you say? They Te- said technology so hard. <laughs> Bro, I have no idea. I'm yeah, always man. worried. I'm be one of those like zoomers that like zooms like in the bathroom or something on accident. Like think I muted it and like double press oh, the button. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it we uh they'll hop on, but just slow and steady. It's like you're hanging out at a bar and people come and go. Nice. I'm gonna give myself a Topo Chico. What's up? Hi Derek. <laughs> hey. Yo. I gotta show you guys the can of beer that I got. It, it's called it's called Trial by Wombat, and you gotta see this cup, this, this beer. Look at this. It's horrifying. Right. It looks so scary. Oh, I had to I had to buy it. Looks awesome. Yeah, uh, I a- bought a pretty cool beer too. Uh, I think we've actually had it on the podcast. Uh, Trace Pistoles. What? Say that again. Trace Pistoles. One more time. Trace Pistoles. Again. No, that's three. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good, man. I thought that Spanish accent was pretty on point. I appreciate that. Oh, whatever. Dude, I go. I went out with Braden to uh, three tequilas, and we ordered something. I looked at him, and I said, dude, you can't say it like that. He's like, I have the, uh, <laughs> like, like he put so much effort into it. He, he's like, I'm gonna have the huevos rancheros, and I was like, like that's not even, that's not even acceptable. We're not even close. The head. Oh man, I'm gonna have a Topo Chico. Is that water? Yep. No alcohol in the program. No, no. Whoa, really? That's some discipline right there. How long? 75 days. It's been 27. A third? Yep, I just keep telling myself I've never felt better, and eventually I'll believe it. (laughs) 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 He's always best I've ever felt. Yeah, you know what's not? It, It doesn't say you can't have it on the plan, though. Mhm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, you're good, bud. Yeah. I think he's he's flowering I'm, just fine. I'm pretty good, he bud. He's highly highly uh, enjoying the night. He plays a lot yeah. of video games. He plays a lot of yep. video games. Uh, I've been ordering a lot of edible arrangements lately. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> 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 Could start a company called Edible Arrangements and just put like with weed and like real tiny asterisks at the bottom, and like people accidentally order your, your edible arrangements <laughs> to other ones. Everyone's chill at the party, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Nick? Go. What's up, people? Cooking with Nick. Are we eating okay. tonight? Hold up. Hold up. My mom's phone's ringing. I gotta get that done. Uh-oh. Okay, I don't know where that is, but we're gonna we're just gonna leave that. Okay, so tonight is up to you guys. We're the base is gonna uh-huh. be chicken, uh, some type of grilled chicken that's going on either pasta or nachos. That's up to you guys. Nachos, nachos, nachos. Nachos it is. Nachos sounds really good, actually. Are you doing shredded you- chicken or like? No, I'm gonna grill it and then cut it up in little bits. Gotcha. Eat a chicken. Yeah, so I'm just mm. now starting. Yeah, I'm just now starting to uh to season the chicken. 
chicken and all that, all that jazz. So, Nick, I haven't eaten anything but what my food eats for like the last thirty, almost thirty days. So, can you describe the nachos to me when you eat them? <laughs> really describe. Them. <laughs> I want to hear about. Talk about. Yeah, I want to hear every detail. This is hey, the like Kate the Funk food porn channel. And uh, <laughs> oh yes, sir. Yeah, about the the crunch. Yeah, dude. Zoom in. Yeah, you got to zoom like uh, super close, and you got to hear the chicken. Turn your volume up. Just listen to him eat the food. Yeah. It's like a fucking, it's like ASMR. A fucking a- ASMR video. We're just gonna be like the headphones on. That's so bad. Yeah. Is that lady? You see that lady that eats like the pickles? She's like, I made a Colossus pickle, and then she like eats it real slow. And you hear, you're like, that is like, like all those my- lip- lips. That is my biggest pet peeve on the planet. Hearing people like crunch the lips, the lips, the lips smacking like. Yeah, I, I can't stand it. I can't stand I can't it. Oh, that really loud. It's re- it, it, it really drives me out the wall. I can't, man. Yeah. I got a friend who smacks really bad, and I've got a. Oh. <clears throat> it's not even the smacking for me. It's just like the noise <laughs> of like food crunching in somebody's mouth. It's just. Oh, God. No, more than nom 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 nom. This is natural, a little elevated, but what are you cooking? What's up? Hold on. What's she making? Yeah, what are we cooking there? Yeah. Oh. What? Dang it. So, what are you cooking? Um, I'm cooking some shrimp. And curry over rice. Mm. Mm. Uh, can you send mm. some? Yeah. Send it. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds really yeah. good or really bad. I love curry. Really good. Curry's my favorite spice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Coconut we're, curry. Red curry. Yeah. Green curry. Why is it gonna be coconut curry? It's coconut curry. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, bud. Of course it is. You know what's funny, man? Sometimes, like, she'll want to get something. Maddox, stop. Um, sometimes she'll want to get something, and I'll get her, like, a mango-flavored, you know, whatever. And she goes, why is it going to be mango? <laughs> that, that's usually what you like is mango. And she goes, well, that's what I wanted anyway, so fine. There you go. <laughs> you win. Oh, my God. Oh, all right. What's going on, Mr. Walters? What's up, fellas? Oh, hey. What's going on, man? How you doing? How's everybody doing? Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Wow. Just having a beer. Just hanging out. Hey, what's going on? We're having a Rattler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Marty. There's the one I was bringing. Tres Pistoles or Trios Pistoles. Uh, Trios. It's pretty good. Pistoles, yeah. Marty, I don't know if Chase Chase is going to be on. He might be. He was he was messaging me earlier. He was uh, I don't know. I watched like a YouTube video of like some of that new graphene stuff, and oh yeah, you were did, you heard about that shit? Like oh my god. So yeah, he he so. messaged. They were fucking. Didn't they get he, into it with the company or something? Oh my god, yo. So. He, they kept, I, I was watching the video and the guy's like, yeah, you know, we, we compared against this other coding called, you know, CC105. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Like, okay. And I'm looking at the guy and I go, that looks like the guy I saw a moment. It's like, oh shit, it's Chase. The guy kept going. So then 
I messaged him and said, hey, man, like, I saw you on YouTube. I saw the video. It was, it was pretty good. Like, I had the same experience. It was tacky as fuck after you wiped it off. And uh, he goes, yo, read the comments. So I go to the first comment, and the fucking company writes, like, a goddamn, like, paragraph saying, like, oh, you're sponsored by Total All Solutions. You oh, you wow. ate, you, you labeled – you." You said it like nine times in the video. There's, there's no reason. Like, why would you do that? And like, you know, you're not supposed to apply it in such humidity. And he was going in on them. And his response was like, yeah, man, like you're, you have like two different sets of directions on your website. If it's that, you know, hard to use, like, why don't you say that? And like, oh, we wow. did say that. They were going in and in on them. But apparently some of this stuff happened afterwards. Like uh, Chase said, he's got to like, he said he talked to me offline. He didn't want to put it online. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it got really bad. Really? They got bad. They were like, and it's like these companies asking for fucking honest opinions, and they gave an honest opinion. Like, we like the regular coatings better than. Well, that backfired. This, you know, and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then every other YouTube video is, oh, this is the best product ever. Oh, my God. It's so easy to apply. Anyone could do it. Anyone. And I'm like, uh -uh. well, I don't think so. If. If they're fucking, you know, you're out of detail shop and they're saying, hey, I don't like the way this shit feels. It's like, it takes like 14 days to keep, I don't know. It's, I just thought it was crazy that they uh, commented on them online. It was like right on YouTube. You could see all the comments. So have you guys ever used anything graphene, like personally? I've never heard yeah. about it until I was talking to Chase and he did that thing. I've never heard about it in my life. I, I tried that one that he used in the video. Um, it's expensive. It's not, I mean, I don't. It's like, it's kind of, I guess maybe it's like when ceramics first came out where they were like, okay to use, I guess. Like, but I don't know. It's, it out. <laughs> I don't know. It took like, you know, two weeks or so for it to even like get as hydrophobic as like maybe a coating, a regular ceramic coating. It's like, so I don't, when oh. I first put it on, it felt like crap. Like literally you were like, they said, oh, you got to wait two minutes. You put it on, you wait two minutes, you can do a whole door. And then as I'm buffing it off, it's like, ugh, like, it feels like you're like, it's sticky. I don't know. Your left hand? And like, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't like it. Yeah. That was my so I used, <laughs> yeah. I used IGL's, uh, like, graphene-infused coating. Oh, the F, like, Renew F4. F4, F4, yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing I ever used. It was graphene-infused. And let me tell mm -hmm. you, to use that polish, you have to, like, wipe it down afterwards with, like, a detail spray. That no. stuff dries on like cement after one pass. Come on, what? Whole bottle away. Whole bottle. I talk. Come on. Come on. It's like you it see those. The worst fifty dollars ever spent. Yeah, that shit's not cheap. The thirty-two ounce isn't cheap. I looked at. I wasn't even gonna buy the eight ounce, and I was like, that shit's expensive. Yep. Hey, what's up, John? What up? Hmm. Yeah, this is this is definitely a, it's it's one of my top favorite beers. Yeah. Uh oh. Belgian style. Belgian style. There he is. What's Coors' uh, alcohol percentage up to? Like four? <laughs> Are they almost at four? Coors. Coors. What do you say? Coors. Coors. Coors Light. Coors Light. I have my uh, Coors drinking hat here. No. <laughs> Oh, there he is. Hey, Chase, we were talking about how you like Coors Light like I do. Yep. No? <laughs> no comment? <laughs> I tried to catch him. Mm-hmm. You tried. 
Jeez. Does he not have his mic on? No, he's got. He's got his. It looks like it's on, yeah. All right, well, we got cooking with Nick. Uh, it's, Again. Uh, Nick Grooms, though. So, Nick, yeah. what do you say our choices are? What are you going to cook? We got grilled chicken at the base tonight. Um, going to go on either pasta or nachos. Everybody chose nachos. Once we grill the chicken, we're going to whip together the nachos, stick them on the broiler, and go from there. Nice. So, grilled chicken nachos? Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. Going to be good. Are we doing a homemade salsa or just store-bought? It's going to be store-bought. <laughs> I don't even know what I have, honestly. I mean, does Nashville even have good salsa? Is that like a thing in Nashville? It's not. Oh. Yeah. John, what about in Arizona? Is that a big uh, salsa place? I mean... In my opinion, no, not not good, man. I like, I mean, it's more southwestern, but man, I have not found uh, anything that uh, makes me sweat too much. I mean, obviously you have the your scorpion peppers, but man, that's that's just that's too damn hot. I like a good salsa. Nothing I found yet. What about John, like where a you at Arizona? Chili? Uh, oh, that's pretty good I'm, shit. Right outside, right outside of Phoenix. That's good shit, Nick. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I moved out here from Gilbert, out to Oklahoma. So I, I grew up in Gilbert. My wife's from Gilbert. We're out there for a long time. Gilbert, good old Gilbert, Arizona. Is that by Phoenix? Like yeah. That I'm on the uh, the opposite side of that valley. I'm on the west side of the valley. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I lived out in Tolson, Levine area too. I live in Buckeye. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> hey, I like it, man. I, I, I'm okay with that because I told my wife that we're gonna let uh, let uh, the town grow around uh, Ride and Shine, and that's exactly what it's done. So I'm okay it's with that. It's going to, man. Yeah, it will. It, that was a that's a big booming area right now, man. That West Valley's getting huge out by Glendale and all that. So yeah, I just uh, stayed in the house out in Peoria, man. That area is growing like crazy too. Yeah, heck yeah, yeah. It's a uh, man. When I moved out there, we lived on like the edge of town, and then. I went back recently, and it's just exploded. There's so much in there. It's ridiculous. Now I just got to get the uh, the customers to uh, pony up the dough. You'll get there. They'll do it. Well, what's the heartbeat like out there, John? I know you mentioned that last week it was starting to get kind of rough. How's How's everybody doing? You know, I, I think I think we're balancing out a little bit. You know, um, I've been kind of personally and professionally kind of going through uh, what's working, what's not working, and, and trying to uh, figure out what I want to change with the business, you know. And um, I think that, uh, you know, it, 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 it's kind of a hit and miss. I mean, you know, right now we've got – there are a lot of detailers that are popping up. Um, unfortunately – you know, a lot of uh, uneducated ones. Um, but, you know, the difference is, is is in this industry, we all know that everybody can clean a car. It's just whether or not they're going to stand behind their work. And um, 
right now it's 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 we got a plateau so you know it it seems like it's it's starting to pick up i mean i'm i'm pretty steady anyways but uh we did have a pretty big drop in calls last week and because i'm one of those guys where i like to be busy as hell um i tend to stress out when i don't have enough work even though i do have enough work man i just i just want to put myself in as much exposure as i can every day um i want to know what it's like to complain going oh my gosh i'm working too much i i just haven't hit that yet so it's good i mean you know realistically I'm just cranking out positivity, man, because, you know, there's too many people that, that's just pushing out uh, work because they, they want to get through it. But I would rather push out the quality and take care of my clients the right way and be a little slower. So I guess it's all yep. about perception and uh, what's what's driving factor. What's driving me is the relationships um, versus the money because the money will turn but the biggest key is it's patience. It really is it's patience. Yeah. How long you been in business, John? Uh, I've been uh, out in Arizona eight years uh, on my own. I, I, I've been in this business almost 20, almost 22 years doing this. Uh, but when I started my own business eight years ago out here in Arizona, because my wife and I, we just picked up and just moved out here. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm just going to start a business. Um, basically it's been, uh, it's been a grind, you know, where you have the season where it's nice weather because out here we have nine months of really good weather where a lot of detailers pop up, but they don't stick around when it's hot. And that's what to, that's what, you know, that's, that's what tells the test of time of whether or not you're yep. really truly going to make it as a mobile detailer versus someone that's just wanting that, uh, uh, I want to be in the shade all the time. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting here. It's everybody pops up when it's warm. Yeah. yeah. Like, and they go way opposite. Same here. Yeah. Nick, what's it like in Vegas? Like, I know right now it's hot. When do you see like everybody pop up as random detailers? Uh, we're we're there now. What'll happen is yeah. like uh, you'll ha you'll have like six months, like three three months, what you would call springtime, and then three months going into the fall, and then. Uh, but you know, in all honesty, it, we we still see people. It's just constant out here. It's a little bit different than Phoenix. I know some guys down in Phoenix. Phoenix has a more seasonal thing than us. I mean, it's it's pretty constant. People just pop up like crazy out here. Uh, same like in Los Angeles, San Diego, that kind of thing. Uh, you know, it seems like the bigger uh, West Coast cities, you know, so to speak, like the more what people would call more like the glamorous names you would know, like Vegas, uh, L.A., San Francisco, those types of places. They're just it's just constant, you know, where it's people where, you know, people want to live, you know, somewhere. It just seems like you're just dealing with it. I mean, it's just that's why, you know, it's just. We don't even think about it. It's just not even worth, <laughs> it's not really worth worrying about. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just going to be a reality, nothing to do. Nothing you can do to fight it. Just do your thing. Yeah. So like, how many people, I mean, it's like Marty asked 20 or 200 people every time, like trying to start up or is it a couple people, a handful? Like, 
what's the volume like as far as those that pop up and go away over overnight? Yeah, I'd be interested. We we don't, I mean, ours and ours, we just, it's just, con I mean, like we, we judge ours based on, you know, where we get our deionized water uh, and it's packed and, and, and you'll see a slowdown. Like we had this month, three really hot weeks. You might see some slowdown there, uh, but it's just constant for us. I mean, Phoenix, I'd be interested to hear, you know, what, what those guys see, but we just, it's just yeah. all the time. So you yeah, guys can go get your water from the same place? Uh, there's like three or four places. Wow. So, yeah. So why'd you, I guess being mobile, it's, it's not beneficial to uh, just do your own water. No, not out here. Um, you can get in some issues if you try to get it from your house. Uh, if you go past like a certain threshold, you can get kind of hammered. Yep. So yeah. at the end of the day, here's the craziest thing. I mean, I think for 70 gallons, we're paying $2. I mean, so I can't do that for at my house. Because I'll get past a certain threshold and just be through the roof. You get a, you get a phone, get a phone call. <laughs> so yeah, that's how Arizona was too, Marty. There's big dry seasons where, like, even uh, last week I was talking to my mom, and they were uh, the city asked them to stop using power, like reduce yeah. their power usage past 9 p.m. or they were starting forcing rolling blackouts. Really? Yeah, so we had the same thing. We had the same thing. So yep. in the ener like Nevada Energy. Um, you know, Nevada Energy had the same issue. They were, they were hitting us, uh, you know, phone calls, emails, text messages, if, you know, scaring to death, you know, scaring people to death. So, yeah, like water, water and electric isn't really handled the same in these, like, densely populated West Coast cities like it is everywhere else. Um, yeah, I can't imagine, like... Like, I'll put it to you this way. Cal California will just, they won't even tell you that they're going to do blackouts. They'll just do it. Really? Yeah. Whoa! What? Yeah, they don't. They don't around. They just start doing it. What about your? Yeah, they just they just they just turn your power off. You'd be like, oh, I paid the bill. You know, I mean, when I lived in California, <laughs> I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. I was like, dude, I'm like, that's a detail I'm like, I paid the bill. What? What the hell? I mean, dude, I was baffled. I I really was. Like, the craziest thing that'll happen is in California, they just it's just normal. But when you're first yeah. there. You're telling people like, man, I don't have any power. Like, hey, dickhead, I don't have any power either. Like, this is what happens. Like, you're you're the odd man out. So, yeah. I mean, this is yeah. Wild. We got we so just like your mom, Josh. We got hit last week. So yeah. our energy company was calling people like at 3 a.m. on their cell phones and then tried to act like it was a mistake. They were, I mean, they were like hitting people who they. I think they were watching people's power usage in neighborhoods and were like blowing people's phone number up. And then had to issue some big apology out here. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Stop using electricity. We're gonna call you till your phone's dead, so you keep charging it. <laughs> exactly. You wake you, you know. wake up in the middle of the night and turn your freaking lights on. Yeah, Warren Buffett owns our <laughs> energy company out here, so I think he's doing yeah. right. Probably. It's fault, huh? So yeah, I mean, it gotta be. <laughs> when I moved to this new shop, I started hitting up mobile detailers to help them out, and so because there's not a lot of places out here in Oklahoma City to get water. So I bought a bigger water tank. Really? I've got I've got three mobile guys that come fill up at our shop, and they just pay a rate for it. So you chuck? Wow! Damn! Oh God, it's not a lot. There, it's not. It's not. Yeah. Like, I, I know. Maybe not making astronomical money or anything, but that's fuck. That's a G. That's but, a yeah, good idea. Man. 
So Josh, what happens it. here is they sell the, all the people that sell water out here are not standalone water places. Yeah. What they do is they also like, you know, some kind of detail supply. There you, know, go. Smart. there you go. You got to sell detail supplies now, bro. I Listen to me. It's like a big office water cooler. And that's the way I thought about it was if I have people coming into my shop, I can, I can like keep tabs and talk to people and like keep yeah. open lines of communication Right. You know, and like sometimes I'll just tell them like, hey, don't worry about it. You know, and I just 20, like if they've got a 65 gallon tank, it's 20 bucks to fill up. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And that's about what I pay, give or take. Um, and so, but it's it's the relationship that I get that gotcha. I, that's important to me to keep. Yeah. And then when they run into something, they're like, hey, you know, I, I need to, you know, I need this done or this done. Like then we have a better relationship because I have something they need and I'm able to provide a service that they couldn't get otherwise. So otherwise, they got to rent a tank. It's seventy-five bucks a month. Plus, they still pay for the water. Yeah, and it just doesn't make sense for them. Wow, that's why you're rad, bro. That's why you're rad. <laughs> Arnie, what are you? City's doing, biggest bro? water cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Arnie, what are you doing? Why do you keep yeah, walking you in and out of the frame? Why do you keep going in and out of the frame, dude? Oh, I was uh, I was smoking a bowl. Huh? I was like, dude. Sick. Yeah, hey, thanks for holding out. <laughs> Marty's medicating. <laughs> I love how casual that was. Oh, I'm just, I'm just smoking a bowl. <laughs> well, yep. He asked. Nick knows yeah. when he asked. I mean, yeah. I, I normally, when people ask me questions, I normally answer them. <laughs> hey, yo, I, I, got a, I got a mistake to admit. My uh, propane tank ran out. I'm on the way to the store. I got to get more uh, propane. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, man. no. I got to go Walgreens half a mile from my house. So I'm halfway there now. can marinate longer, right? You know? Exactly. So I seasoned it right before I left. There you go. Uh -huh. Nick, Nick that's, why you're, that's why you're awesome as a cook. Like, my propane ran out of my grill early part of summer. What'd you do? I've yet to grill on my grill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking like two and a half months or something like that. Like, it's. I mean, yo, if I really wanted to, like, I got a gas stove. I could just throw them chicken tenders, like, those uh, chicken breasts, just, like, straight on the on the grate on my stove. Yeah. My mom would freaking kill me, but you know what? That might be worth it. I got to try yeah. that sometime. She's going to not be hungry quicker. You get true. those chicken juices <laughs> no. all over that that nice stove. Oh, yeah. oh no, Nick, don't do that. No, don't, don't do that. Don't do that, man. Don't we do don't that. want Mama, Mama Nick mad at us. Yeah, She'd no, tell no, her that it was that that damn community pub made me do it. Best pub ever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, yeah. I'm pulling into Walgreens. I'm a, I'm gonna hop off this meeting for like five minutes and I'll be right back. Good call, man. We appreciate that. All right, I'll see you Oh my god. I'm gonna head out. I'll see you guys. All right, man. We're going Thanks, Josh. See you, yeah, bro. See you, Josh. Bye. I'll get off the call. Leave. Yep. Bye. <laughs> 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 Wesley, what's cracking, man? Oh. Uh, nothing. Just finishing up cutting grass while I had on mute. Heck yeah. Oh, you, yeah. Did you say cutting grass? Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cutting grass. Man, I've had to not, get back uh, into cutting not, my own grass, too. Not your, uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, 
but my my uh, local kid that was cutting my yard for me, he, he quit. Him. No, he quit when he went back to school. I was like, you motherfucker. Oh, I know. Really? You finally had an opt out. Huh? Yeah, I had an opt out. out yeah. 25 bucks, man. It was a steal. Dude, I would totally, like, as a kid? Yeah. 25 yeah. bucks every week to mow your yard? Yeah. 100 bucks a month. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah. Right? I made a lot of money doing, be, doing cutting grass, yeah. too, yeah, when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah, I did five or six in my parents' neighborhood from – like 12 to 18 mm-hmm. you know I, I, you yeah. know, i'd make two or three grand every summer you know yeah yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a lot that's a lot for a 12 to 18 year old you know right? I yeah <laughs> i had all the best pokemon cards i'm telling you when i was younger <laughs> i mean no growing up too yeah I, I would yeah neighborhood yards that's that's why i don't i that's why I have to heavily intoxicate myself to drink. Bring back, bring back, bring back old memories. Remember yeah, when I was memories, my dad. I'd rather be playing Mike Tyson's Punch Out or uh, man, I'm telling you, when they came out so, with Top Gun and you could fly that airplane, man, you had to I'm land it on the. Was, you had to land it on the aircraft carrier. Yeah, but yeah. Mike Tyson's Punch Out yeah. was the shit. Like you, you were dialed into Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yeah, yeah, I never played. Never played. Never played. Mm. Marty, you still I'm got your Super Nintendo? more time playing Mike Tyson Punch Out than mowing, but, you I was know. probably mowing yards. You were not mowing fucking yards. Bullshit, I didn't. Really? Yeah. Mar- Marty, you still got your regular Nintendo? Yeah, dude. Or no? I did What do you mean? When have you ever mentioned that you mowed yards? in life is mowing yards. But you've never mentioned as a kid that you mowed yards. We've never had the conversation. It's not something I think about. You know what? I'm going to tell this good story tonight on the pub about me mowing yards. That's pretty cool. I didn't know you mowed yards. It wasn't like a full-blown business. So my grandpa had one of the biggest lawn companies in Stillwater until he died. And I would go out there and mow with him in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And I make a shit ton of money with him. Oh yeah, and learn a lot. He's one of those grandpas, like, oh, like he was one ass. of those. So, like John's grandpa, <laughs> right? I think that's the way John's was. Yeah, I learned a lot from him though. Like just work, work at like he, he was oldest. Like always had to work. Always had to work. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So yeah, I moved. Yeah, that's that in the sense like, commercial like <laughs> mowers, like yeah. Nice. Why does your yard look like shit now? So I was going to say earlier. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so here's, here's the progression and the, 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 the downfall of my yard. So I had a lawn care service. We bartered. So I would detail their, their cars and we would, they would mow my yard, keep it on a regular basis. And when the whole quarantine thing hit, I was home all the time. We got this bug to like, you know, redo the backyard and do flower beds and all this shit. So we took over. We're like, we could do this ourselves. Like, I know how I want it. And I had all the time in the world to do it. Well, as the weeks have gone by lately, it's been looking like shit more and more and more to where I'm like, I should probably go ahead and outsource again because I don't have that like yeah. determination to, it's, I don't care. I anymore. found that my yard looked better when somebody else mowed it. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. They were probably not, then not I as would... intoxicated as you either. Well, that, and then I cared, <laughs> about, <laughs> I cared about proper, uh, you know, somebody else is going to Cut it. I'm gonna care about proper, you know. I don't know what's the fertilizer. Oh, so you became a team. It. Yeah, like you did the really go into it, and then they like, would cut it for yeah. you. Yeah, they'd prep. You'd prep it. Yeah, so yeah. my yard. Yeah, prep it. Really you were doing foreplay, and then they were doing the. Yeah, hey, he was yeah. doing the. Marty gets the edger out, doing the edge work. 
Man. No, 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 you wasn't getting it, getting it ready to grow. They know? do all the majority work, you don't take the edger out, do a little edger on the corners no, and stuff. No, no, it's no, just no, like no, the no, fine tune no. everything. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, that's their job. Hmm. My job we have, sure we have turf here. There's no grass here. It's all turf. Oh, good. That's man. I can't live somewhere like that. I think I could. Of course you could. I think I could. Oh, yeah. You need a tiny home at Tesla and you're getting a phone. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. I can see Marty in a or living or an RV. I can see Marty in a tiny house. Yeah, tiny home. And a tiny house. Tiny home. No, so, they're, they're, no, they're, you, I can man. see him in a tiny house. Got the wheels on the back. He got his Tesla towing it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he got the solar panel on the top of the tiny house. Like just simplicity. You go anywhere he wants. Yeah, you got a, and then you got a smart car out back. Marty just yeah, be one like unit. <laughs> We're doing pop-up training and like <laughs> you could do you could do pop-up trainings oh, anywhere. And then I just live there for three months yeah, like, and pick it up. Beverly yeah. Hillbillies of the New Age. I just pick yeah. up my shit and go to the next town. We're doing another yeah. training over here. We'll be here for the next three months, so don't worry. Hey, you're you going to be Don't worry, I'm living off the sun. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Final decal on the mini house that says together we say. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I'm down. Live off I'm down. Let's shit, do man. it. Let's do it. The more you drive, the more it charges it. I know. <laughs> and then the Tesla will be pulling it all, and I won't even have to drive the Tesla because the I'll truck, just be sitting though, there. the Cybertruck. Okay. Oh, you gotta wait. You gotta wait for this. He's gotta wait for the Cybertruck truck to come out. Could the Cybertruck pull your we'll have uh, a four wheeler in the back. Your of mini house on wheels that you want to make, Derek? Is that gonna pull? Yeah, it? you could probably you get the Cybertruck. Yeah, you could <laughs> wrap it. it. No, we'd <laughs> wrap it. it. Yeah, it's a tiny house on wheels. Oh no, I can see. I mean, if I'm getting the if I'm getting the Tesla I'm, truck, Marty, I'm sending I mean, you a picture. I stayed in one of those. I stayed in a tiny house that was on a trailer, and it, they had a car, truck that towed it. It was cozy. The only thing that sucked about it was there was no door to the bathroom. We back, well, at that rate, at that rate, your ankle monitor won't go off. You're always home. <laughs> <laughs> always home. All right, what let's the? do it. Hey, so uh, we were talking on the uh, podcast about anxiety. Yeah, let's do it. We're doing it. Uh, oh. What anxieties do you guys have? Mine is, is is time. Like at the moment, something something a lot of guys that are around Tesla's a lot are gonna know is that we get really 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 busy the last three to four weeks of every quarter. We we just call it end of quarter or EOQ for short. Um, and our load of work will typically I'm not gonna say triple. Like easy, we're only gonna. I can't exactly share numbers here, so it makes it a little hard to put this into perspective. But our, our load will go from anywhere from, I don't know, let's see. Anywhere, I'd say roughly four to five times the amount of cars that I have to do per day. Um, and it gets, you know, sometimes there's, there's a lot of weird restrictions. Sometimes, you know, the cars come from the factory with a new issue or something that we have to address. But a lot of times, the amount of time you have in a day really isn't able to be flexible. A lot of times, you know, people don't have overtime available or things like that. And you have to find a way 
and you know rewrite your systems rewrite your sops you know to be able to fit four or five times as many cars as you can in certain places but you know this this oftentimes involves bringing on like temporary team members and, and just a whole bunch of other things so the anxiety for me is am i going to be able to get the job done at the end of the day because we have that many more cars to do and right now I'm, I'm staring down the barrel of a gun here these next these these last four weeks of the quarter of september or the, of this quarter of the year really the whole month of september for me is going to be a it's going to be a fun one man it's going to be a whole new challenge i'm down a team member this quarter um we're going to see what's going to happen awesome man that's cool Wesley, what about you? Well, I mean, I'm kind of quiet on this one because it. I mean, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a weekend guy. I don't, I don't pay my bills with it, so I don't really, I don't really feel like it's, you know. I mean, it sucks. Like, I have a, I had a guy, I had a guy with a brand new STI, you know, that wanted a wanted a coding uh supposed to do it last weekend and he called the day before and um you know i had i had something that that money was going to go to or whatever um you know so I, i've i've ordered coding and i've you know bought myself a couple of tools for my garage and stuff just to make stuff easier on me i like to you know i'm still kind of building up stuff that i want want um so i've spent money on that already and then, you know, he's, he called the day before and he was like, actually, I think I might get a different car, blah, 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 you know. So I, it, it's not really anxiety, more frustration with some people, but, you know, it, it doesn't, detailing doesn't really cause me uh, anxiety unless, unless it's a, you know, I have something planned, like a big job planned for a weekend and, right. you know, the weekend comes and, you know, uh, my job has really sucked that week and I'm real stressed out and, I just really don't feel like doing it. So you get that like night before, just like dread of how much I have to do tomorrow and Saturday, Saturday and I could know. be doing something else. Yeah. 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 It's different <laughs> for me. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not on the daily like you guys, but you know, I, I, I get it, but yeah. Yeah. Well, see that happened to me. Uh, I don't know if you, uh, like two weeks ago when I did this big truck, uh, I was, did not want to, it came out really good, but, if they got, it was supposed to rain all weekend, but I was inside a big like warehouse when I did the truck. So I was just like, well, it doesn't really matter if it's going to rain because I can just wash it outside and pull it in the garage. But like, it was, I was just like, not, I don't know. I just, when I, as soon as I got there, I was like, uh, but then I it ended up working out after I started doing it, but I, I felt the same way. I was just like, oh, I really don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that car that I had come in is a, a 2020 white Subaru STI. Oh for a coating Ooh. which is cake it's oh, cake dude. i mean it's like, yeah, it's yeah. like music to my yeah. ears yeah yeah from brand new wa yeah brand brand new white car and the guy has also has a black nismo z and it's all swirled up and he can't even see it he's one of those people that just <laughs> that looks normal to him you know so the sti That's was gonna be cake i was gonna knock that thing i was gonna knock that thing out and you know five hours or so and you know makes me get money 
I might be putting uh, like one of my yeah, clients gonna be. too. It's like that one. Are we gonna uh, no, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm gonna say one of my uh, clients is like that too. He can't really, he, like, I don't know. He really can't see anything when it comes to the all the cars and stuff. I mean, as long as you look shiny, he's happy. Um, he just bought a GTR and he wants me. He's, he's hit me up trying to get me to do it, trying to get me to do it. And I'm just like, bro, like, I'll let you know when I'm free. And I'm like, I'm going away this weekend. So I can't, but I have all these people hitting me up. And I'm just like, oh, I kind of wish I wasn't going away, but I do need like a break or something. I so I'm curious, like, in those situations when people don't see first, the defects, yeah. do you guys try to encourage that? Do you encourage them to see them and try to sell it? Or do you just do what they do, what works for them? It would depend on the vehicle for me. Okay. Like it's, yeah. a, it's a it's if if it if this car is hammered, hammered, and a one step <laughs> is not gonna get it to where it needs to be to it's code like it. It's like all or nothing, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, I'll I'll I would educate the person on. Okay. You know, we're gonna get maybe halfway where it needs to be, but if you think if you think this is okay and you think a lot shinier is acceptable and you want coated and shiny, I can do that. But I don't necessarily want somebody that does see that stuff to see go. it, gotcha. to see yeah. it. And they're like, he coated over that, you know, right. and that, that's kind of like, Oh, well he's trash, you know? Yeah. So, so you're going to get that a lot, but it, they don't understand the commute, the conversation, as long as you and the client are both, and agreeance to what's mm -hmm. happening, it doesn't matter what the you're gonna get that a lot, or that's a that's a common phobia. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, well, yeah, actually, you know what? As big as we are and most volume we do, and we put out a lot of stuff, we have a lot of communications where we just do enhancements and coatings all day, every day. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you're we've never had someone be like, right? That's what I'm saying. So, like no, that's good, normally good what good people point. say is like, good well, point. you're gonna get that. Good point. Well, are you? I mean, point. are you gonna get it? You're, you're okay, not gonna I'll get it. Then. You're gonna get that feeling, but it doesn't matter because you're oh. gonna progress no matter what. Nice. To, thank you for the team. right. I mean, I but really, like, yeah, have, no, have you ever? Right. Have you ever had you, somebody? I've never. In, like I said, we do a lot never. of volume, so we never have to come back. And it's Tulsa. a fucking bullshit thing through the industry that you're gonna have some like, oh, this other detailer is gonna see that I did this. No, that's it, okay. Does it ever? I'll take it back again. It happens sometimes where you see another detailer's work, but usually it's just complete garbage. So yeah, I mean, there's times where you see someone's work like, okay, so-and-so detailed this car. They put a five-year coating on it. I just want you to maintain it. Like, oh. <laughs> and I My asked the question, is... did, they, did they let you know about this stuff on here? Or did they not? Well, that's when you get into that. So yeah, actually thinking through, yeah I mean, there's okay so you just said then basically no you haven't experienced it as a company from you wow, putting out okay. less work True. you said that I, okay. you've gotten it from other detailers that put out not to say we're the best fighting means okay yes i haven't heard about my company but i have heard people using other detailers for certain things me getting the vehicle for maintenance which is common uh and it just doesn't look how it should. Mm -hmm. But so a lot of it, did sorry, that customers... majority is PPF though. We don't do PPF, so. Yeah. Oh, so it's not about coatings. It's both. It's definitely both. Okay, no worries. Let's go coatings. Those coating customers that weren't exactly amazingly happy, did they go back against and go complain to the previous detailer? That's what I don't like about some people is they just jump ship. 
And I don't know why, but I'm going to give someone an opportunity to make it right. But some people just don't. They're just not the next one. So that's a, that's weird. That's funny you asked that, but I don't know. Uh, because it goes back to that question. Because yeah. he's concerned about, well, I don't want to put out something in another detail or see it. So that stopped me. That held me back a lot in the earlier years, too, because I felt like I had to do 100% or nothing at all. Because if I didn't do 100%, I wouldn't look as good as a detailer. So I would only try to sell 100% and would get shot down a lot of the time because they didn't care for 100%. They just wanted the protection or whatever it was. Protection, you know what I mean? block, um, shiny, shiny yeah, thing. This is, that's a, this is a great conversation. Yeah. It's a catch-22. Yeah. Sure. I mean, is it? Well, I don't I mean, think so, I, though. I, I, like, it's, it's, you just do what – you get paid based on what you and the client decide on. So if they just want shiny paint with the coating on it, Great. Shake hands, do the work, and get send the car. Because yeah. because when you talk to that customer that you showed them some of the things, right? did you ask them, well, what did you pay for and what was arranged? Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, recently, this happened <clears throat> last week, and I'm dealing with the client now that we're about to book to get on something. He said, hey, uh, this detailer did this for me to do a test spot, and they want to get all the water spots out of this vehicle for X, X price. And I, he said, here's the final result. They did a test spot right here. I said, well, okay. So they're charging you X, Y, Z, or charging you this price for it. And you got they got the water spots out, but you have heavy defects all around the vehicle. Mind you, looking at the vehicle, knowing the vehicle, a correction would have taken the water spots out and the defects at the price he was giving. So I said, hey, we can do both for the same price and add a coating for this price you're getting much more value here. Not to say they're not doing their job over there, but oh, so it wasn't that a seems a little thing, high. Man. No, but when yeah. you're charging for quality work and only doing yeah, but so his thing was if if he puts out X quality with okay, so I was giving a wrong example then. Yeah, I, okay. I I don't know. I. It's not that it was a wrong example. But. To this question, yeah, it was. Well, we do, so, okay, so back to my thing before, is like we do get a lot of maintenance details from coded other clients that, or or dealerships or detailers that coat vehicles. We get vehicles, hey, it's been coated with a five-year coating. We're washing the car like, hey, it, nothing's here. Uh -huh. run into that. Okay. Is that, is that something you're, you guys run into too? I, I've seen it from a lot of people that when they buy brand new vehicles and, or they buy a used vehicle and they get and they get it and they get it from a dealership. Yeah. Sorry, I get it from the, I get it from a dealership. I had a guy yeah. who had a, um, a C7 a Corvette that he had he paid like you know two thousand dollars extra when he bought it to have them coat it, and I walk up and I'm looking at the car going like you have this ceramic coated. He's like yeah, and I'm looking at that and there's fucking swirls everywhere and I'm just like. I told the guy, listen, look, I'm not trying to offend you or anything like that, but I, you know, the car looks bad, but you know, he didn't listen, see it was it was it, it coated though? Though that's there's a difference there. I, was didn't, it? I, I don't know. I didn't. I, he he was very adamant that it was. I didn't. I never washed the car, but he the car only saw it only sees nice the weather with the guy. It is raining. He doesn't even take the car out, so I didn't even get a chance to wash it. But I'm just for me standing out there looking out in the sun, it looked pretty bad. But I was yeah, just like. But I understand that. That's kind of based on the conversation. It's like, it's, is it is it appearance? That, I mean, it depends. Because that, that client could have had a conversation with the dealership that, 
they don't want a correction. They just want it coded. So to you, it coded, doesn't look yeah. coded because your definition of coded right. is corrected too. But that client only yeah. wanted coding, no correction. So it could have yeah. been. They could have got what they wanted. Yeah. But there's goes back to Wesley's. This is just a conversation. Like, yeah, like, this is this one. But I don't want to yeah. put this out because of this. Because yeah. of what Derek just said. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, right. But I but I have a DJ. I, I have done what you were saying, where like I've done an enhancement on a car where where the guy I did an enhancement, coded it, car went out, and the guy was blown away. He was he's yeah. himself. All the and time. We do it all, I, all, I all the time. All the time. I was like I was like, I hope nobody because it was a darker blue car, you could see the stuff oh. with the guiding, you know. Hey, he so was, Derek, okay, Derek. Customers one thing, so one thing I do too is on your when you're doing your uh, Instagram stories and stuff, when you document mm -hmm. each vehicle you work on, you you, you wanna be Yeah, please. You put that in there. So it's like, hey, we're doing an enhancement on this vehicle today, which means we're not oh, going through a full correction. We're doing an enhancement. Oh, yeah. So when you do that. It's like, hey, whoa, back up. I document as a detailer the, the differences. So when you document the differences, fucking send that shit all day because you've already documented, hey, me and the client talk. You're not bullshitting because you put it on for everyone in the public to see. You're not bullshitting at all. So there's, there's your answer right there. Like, who cares? Mm -hmm. Document it. Tell them that you've communicated with them. Boom. You're good to go, right? Yeah, you're right. I didn't think of it like that. I, I do. I, I, it, but I, never <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you're fucking rolling. Yeah. yeah. No, but we. I, I talk a lot on video when I when I'm. So I, I I just do it naturally. So I always like to give the like I'll say, hey man, this paint was shitty. It was super soft. It scratched uh -huh. with the towel, or I'll say, you know, just, it gives people background of like I'm real with the clients of what's going on with the paint and stuff like that, and it just gives connotation. So that helps too. So that's gets us why I naturally don't have fear about stuff going out because I'm transparent with what we're doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my base, like my base price is on coatings. Like if somebody asks me, Hey, how much to coat my car? And I send them options. The options only come with an enhancement and on the text, it explains what an enhancement does for them. And 90% of people are like, yeah, that's great. I just want the coating. I just want to not have to wax my car for a couple of years or whatever. That's it, man. That's where you make your money at, though. The, the enhancement coatings, all day. The it's the corrections that give me anxiety, and because because you're now you're dealing yeah. with like expectations are very high because they're paying right. a very high price, and then what's ninety percent to you versus ninety percent to them, and that's when it becomes a little sticky. But if you're selling enhancement and coatings all day, I would do that all day yeah. long. Like I love my base price with a five year. It's six fifty for like a compact or like a regular That's money, size man. car. Yeah. yeah. The last couple of weekends, man, I've been. That's all. All those cars I've been doing. It's like, oh my god, it's been crazy. I got this. <clears throat> and with lower volume, with me, I've only had probably. I mean, to be honest, maybe four people that were even interested in two-step or anything, you know, past that. Beyond that. Yeah. Cause, I mean, Most like, of my you, stuff's you, just you, been, you pick, lately, it's just been all. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, man. I was just going to say, you pick the right, you know, you pick a good combo as a one-step and, you know, it, it'll it'll make, you know, even your average detailer happy. I mean, you can get 
70 percent you can get up there you know depending on how deep the defects are so i think i, I was talking to some, I, I was i was i was just talking i was thinking about that yesterday the other day when i did uh i did an audi and it's the same thing as long as you pick you know the right pad and the right combo i mean a lot of these newer compounds now i mean like you can start out um depending on the car i mean i've even gone with like heavier pads or even medium cut pads you can cut out like you said 70 percent of the stuff you look at the you, t- you know if you want to take your light out you look at the clear coat it's like you know there's like just deeper scratches left but you can bear and you're counting on one hand on some of the panels you know there's five or six scratches and you're able to do it and you go around the car once and like you said the car looks like 90 percent better and they're all custom cuts like i had that guy in the attic came back he's like man it looks better than brand new and i'm like yeah, there's yeah. still some scratches there, but he couldn't see. Yeah. I was happy and, to sell. He was happy to sell, and I got paid. So. Yeah, and if you want to nitpick, there's really a difference between an enhancement and a one-step. Yeah. An enhancement, enhancement might just be like a finishing polish that doesn't have to break down at all. You can just mm-hmm. do, you know, three quick section passes and move on, and then yep. that's enough cleansing and leveling for a, for a coating. That's really what my coatings come with, and then. One step might be, you know, like an orange HDO and perfect finish or something like that. And you might work mm-hmm. it for four section passes slower. And it's kind of a mid between, you know, uh, uh, enhancement and a two step. That's why, like, for me, an enhancement's different from a one step, different from a two step or whatever. But yeah. most of mine are either enhancement or one step. And I, I'll, I'll, I'll tack on, after I look at the car, I'll, I'll tap maybe, you know, tack on an extra hundred bucks or so if we're going to go with a slower one step versus an enhancement, because it's going to take me another, you know, hour or two to go around the car. Yeah. But. I mean, I even started doing a lot of, um, I even did a truck the other day that was, uh, the guy just wanted shiny paint. So I just did a, like one of the shiny based, like all of the ones and went around the car. Like, I think it was like 20 minutes went around the whole car and uh, I had my fiance with me and she was wiping, wiping off behind me. And I just went around the car, watch each panel, no light, and, uh, you know, come out with 200 bucks, 250 yep. bucks. And the yep. customer was, like, looking at me like, man, this is great. And I got to come back and do another car when I'm done next week. And it's like, um, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, the difference between the two. The, the enhancements versus, yeah. like, you know, like, a, like, a one-step, yeah. Uh, I don't have too many people that come, like, that want a one-step, you know. They either want it clean or they want full-on, you know, coding or whatever. Um, I've, yeah. had, I've had a handful of people that want a one-step. And those people are great because you can, you know, you can do an exterior detail plus, you know, whatever, 150 bucks. And I can go around to F350 in an hour or less, you know, and just do, a, you know, an all-in-one on it or whatever. And the customer's like, oh, my God, it looks better than brand new. <laughs> it, like, you know, it, it might have it might have done – 30 percent or something like that hey easy money easy uh, money that easy money uh, really. well, yes, you said you said go around to f350 in an hour but but, can, but, yeah. but levi gates said you could do it in 20 minutes with a 20 minute oh, one step oh, Come yeah. on, man. <laughs> drop it nick drop it Hey, it depends on the customer. No, that video was pretty good. I mean, those wool, those, those wool pads are pretty good, but I, I mean, 
I mean, when when I mean that guy was running like a shot. Yes. So like for that's him, extreme. For, that's extreme. That's, like production speed. Yes, like, like, yes, it is. That is my daily no, life at work. Those twenty thirty minute one shots. It's just like even no, that the video one pass bead maker wipe off like holy crap. Yo, that's the kind of yeah. stuff I do at work all the time. Express. I mean that Actually, really. <laughs> so rag company. Put out that video and was like, oh, it's jumped you know, after twenty minutes. Twenty Mike minutes. Phillips. Of one step. And you're like, okay. And he did like, this. Hey, here's the process of doing production and. Oh, sorry, carry on, sorry. carry on, carry on. This is a sidebar conversation. <laughs> so what Nick's talking about? What Nick's talking about is Levi gets on and says you should be able to code a car in twenty minutes. No, you should be able to do a one step in twenty minutes. Oh, is it one step? Okay, yeah. No, that's right. That's right. You should do a one step. But the way he says it, you should do a one step in twenty minutes. But what he means by the twenty minutes is it takes the, the polishers step. on the paint yeah. for twenty yeah. minutes. So it makes you an hour to do it for me. Yeah. But you're twenty minutes to go around the car, the, the polisher, and you'll be done. That's, that's and then that video, change is that, that over the past the years, the years, yeah. and now suddenly there's a pivot yeah. to a twenty-minute. It went. Hours and minutes. hours to 20 minutes like that. 20 minutes. It's possible, man. Technology's improved that much. And I did it, but not the fucking way that Levi wants it done. Like, where he's like, oh, every time you take your polisher off the paint, that doesn't count against the 20 minutes. Because you got to clean your pad. You got to clean your pad out. That doesn't count. Then yeah. when you put it back on, oh, there's your 20. But, I mean, I get what you're saying. It's like, you know, no, you, don't. Shot, no, no, you just run it. Yeah, you just turn that shit on. You gotta <laughs> use a flex. It's gotta be a flex. 3401. You get that Rupert's wheel pad. <laughs> oh, it's done. I mean, I've seen him do it. I've seen him do it, and he's basically just applying, you know, he's basically applying it. I don't know how much he's getting out of it, because it's literally, that polisher is not touching the same part of the paint ever twice yeah <laughs> right so, so we're not going to get into like bashing i'm not guys i'm not going to uh, like no, no, go there I, don't go there yeah sorry i no. do i do like i do respect him he i met him at when we were at mobile tech i went and talked to him for a little bit he's a he's a i, I respect what he did and stuff but i i heard you guys for a second yeah i'm a big fan i'm, I'm a big fan of him yeah <laughs> me too i mean i I've never, I've never, I've never tried to do anything that fast. Uh, well, I take that back. I, I, I did some HD speed on our like spare car once mm -hmm. to see how fast I could go around it, just screwing around, basically just applying it. And I mean, I don't think it's 20 minutes, but I see what he was, yeah, you know, I see what he was doing there. I don't know, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if I call it a one step of applying it using the polisher, you know. Yeah. So, it's been a vehicle. I mean, there's certain vehicles I would never go around anything with an embrace of anything in 20 minutes, and some vehicles who cares, run it, you know, like. Yeah. Daryl, what's up, life. man? Hey, you know, extra. What's up, brothers? How's everything? I got a bad connection, I think. Whatever. And... Oh, everything's good, me. man. So, 
You just got to tell your boy over there to work on them legs. That guy? <laughs> this guy always has something to say, though. Too much, too oh, much. He's, he's, he's always... He's always yeah. showing those this, right? He's always showing that. You know right? what? I'll, I'll start showing the links. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's see it. Hey, what's up, John? You just want to see my legs <laughs> up, bro. It's all good. Nah. Yeah. Daryl, you got to think for DJ. <laughs> nah, hey, sure. I admire it. Dude, bro. you able to get. <laughs> what's up? I feel you. What's that, Mark? No, no. I said you got a thing for legs. You got a thing for legs, bro. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm a <laughs> DJ's oh, a peach guy. We learned that earlier. You uh, like peaches. DJ's a peach guy. So what's today's topic? What are we talking about? Oh, uh, we talked about anxiety. You got real. Yeah. Anxiety as a business owner, what anxiety you go through, or what anxiety you go through personally. Yeah. I mean, you know, for everybody, it's different, but, uh, you know, that central, that central theme is that customer base, man, and keeping clients up, you know, up and running, you know, it's tough times right now, but I don't know, man, there's, there's so many different things to, that grabs your attention, you know, politics and, and, you know, this quarantine, COVID-19, I mean, in this light with the the social platforms uh it's just crazy you're being bombarded 24 7 yeah man there's a question have any of you guys lost any regular maintenance people that don't want anybody else in their car because of covid stuff or whatever do what now has anybody Uh, lost anybody because like a, a maintenance client or something like that oh. I, I lost one. In car. It's pretty low. I lost, uh, I lost one. I lost one guy who uh, he don't he even drive his car no more, so the car doesn't get dirty. So like I used to do every month. I was at his house. He was driving. Uh, he was driving like fifty miles a day. On every month, I was at his house, and then he called me. He's like, "Hey man, like I haven't, I haven't moved my car in like a month." And I was like, "Okay, let me know." And he just hasn't moved it's it. Been it's a, been three, three months now. It's been it's been the opposite for me. Like oh. customers are like, come clean it, Good. come clean it, come clean it. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. Good. I used to have a guy with a Viper that would have me wash it and vacuum it out every time he drove it. Woo! Good job. That's some money. And that was part time for job. me. <laughs> Good job. Man. Now, so yeah, what about you? Like, what about in Oklahoma? Every week. <laughs> what about Oklahoma? Like, I mean, how how is it going up there? I know y'all getting like this crazy weather and all this shit going on right now. I mean, we got popped in the Midwest by that whatever you call it. Oh, yeah, on, we bro. ain't got crazy weather, bro. We got we're used. This is normal. Yeah, crazy weather. We ain't got normal. crazy weather. No, but we ain't got crazy weather. It's been really it's nice. It's literally been like this. Yeah, it's been really good. Isn't there? I mean, I'm 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 in Iowa, but I'm originally from San Antonio, Texas. So I mean, yeah. Isn't there hurricane coming to Texas or Louisiana this weekend or something? Like tonight? It's supposed to. It's supposed to. Yes. But but Daryl, man, I I just busted your chops, bro. We we've had actually really great weather. It's been I I actually the other day I was like, man, like it's August. Like, come on, man. I mean, you remember back in the day, like. 
August, if you grew up in San Antonio, you remember August, like two a days in August was fucking brutal. Like heat index <laughs> of 115. They oh, want to talk about global oh, yeah. warming now. They don't know what global warming oh, was. Like, yeah. man, it was fucking hot. Oh. Like, we've had man. some really nice weather here, man. It's been really chill in like the 90s. I mean, back, oh, we bad. used to have in the hundreds on a regular basis. I mean, oh. even in the past 10 years. Well, I know. I mean, remember 10 years ago? I mean, it used to get so much hotter. I mean, <laughs> right. It just feels like, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. look at our Is it low humidity? 90s. Always have humidity, but but look at our summer this year. Did we have what a week, two weeks? You know what? That's weird. We barely even had a week over 100. Last year it was the same way. Like it's really interesting here through the Midwest. Like I know other people are saying global warming. I I think we're getting a lot more chiller weather here through the Midwest. Our our winters aren't getting as bad, and our summers. Yeah getting as bad either it's 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 really interesting hmm. it's kind of similar to hot as fuck for iowa up here <laughs> well, <man. laughs> it was uh 102 today that's that's not normal for oh iowa. oh no yeah no we were at like what <laughs> low 90s oh, no. yeah today? i mean i'm used to it but you got you got my little kid that all. can't handle it. I mean, it, was, it wasn't like no, but it wasn't a hundred dying oh. in any water, like immense. Yeah. yeah, it was low nineties, which hmm. would be, I mean, that's yeah. nice. For yeah, no, no, August. I was out all day too. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, you're right. We, that's yeah, crazy. I had the canopy out today, boy. In Iowa, though. Yeah, huh. Iowa. Oh, this I, is I, normal I, for Iowa, man. Y'all can keep. I don't know why I didn't buy canopy sooner. I don't know. I've been by Kansas City, man. Like, I, I waited. I waited right? Man, I don't know. Daryl, we don't know where Iowa is. <laughs> I'm going to check, check this out real quick if you give me a second. No, I know where Iowa's at. I just don't know. You if do? No, I'm saying I don't. I don't know where yeah, Iowa is. I have no idea. <laughs> Yo, I think it's what you're Iowa? looking that up. I'll you tell know, you yeah, like it's this. It's right above us. Yeah, it's north. I know it's Iowa north. is north. Yes, it is. It's right there. Yeah. It's next to Nebraska. I thirty five. So it's, it's northeast of us. I little northeast, like right through it. It's oh, I thirty five. Oh, you can literally hit that through Kansas City and exactly. then go straight up exactly. to exactly. Yes. Wow. Okay. Next to Nebraska. Yeah, next to Nebraska. I so I went the up to Nebraska. I was talking ago. to you, Marsh. Do what? That's what I, I was on I-35 coming through Oklahoma the first time I talked to you. When you were like, let's meet up for lunch. That's right. Uh, That's right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. That's true. And then you just rolled straight on through. 35 just goes <laughs> yeah. all the way through. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Oh, no. Literally. I didn't mean that. I just meant like, but 35 it goes. goes all, yeah, straight all 35 will just go all the way up. Yeah. Through Iowa and Minnesota. Yep. Oh, that's cool. Yep. Yeah, Minnesota too. Oh, yeah. yep. So yep. there's that's a part of Oklahoma City where yep. they it's call it the America. heartbeat of America, where all these massive veins of highways all interact. Huh. Like not far from Josh, he was on earlier. They mm. all intersect at one spot of, uh, you know, in Oklahoma City. <laughs> so 35 starts in Texas and stops in Minnesota, yeah. which is all the way mm -hmm. up. But then it interacts that's with I forty. It interacts crazy, with a bunch yeah. of other places that yeah. come from all over to the that's the cool. one like 
main that one point. Yeah. Yeah, I wow. ten I ten too. I ten is like right there. Is that a back highway? Uh, huh, that's cool. I ten? Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta ask I ten is the, the main uh, highway. No, I don't. Oh I don't, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Uh, Nick, what do you say? I gotta ask the entire group a question. Um uh -oh. what did y'all like if y'all were trapped doing one job and one job alone? I like what Nick's your... questions. No, 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 I like no, no, you're gonna hate this. Smoking his hate this. Hold on, hold on. Smoke that what chicken, is your Nick. Nightmare job. What is, what is your Night absolute nightmare, nightmare job? Oh, I've had oh, it. I've had it. Had it. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Oh shit, dog. I can tell you. Story. I got it right here, dude. Down the fucking street from my house. I had a nightmare, nightmare job, job like never want to do. Exterminating oh, I... like roaches from like oh. restaurants. No, I'm talking about oh. like, no detail. Like, oh, like, if you're stuck detail. You're stuck doing yeah, a job yeah, the rest yeah, of your yeah, life. No, like, no. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> I, I'm being, I got. Anyways, what's up? Like, if you only have to do one, like, all, like, what is the worst case scenario? You're stuck doing Odor one job for the rest of your career, and it's the worst job you can Interiors. think of. What is it? Odor removal. Carpets. Odor removal. Odor removal. I had a horrible interior job. Man, stack that finisher and get your drill brush out. You'll be all right. No. <laughs> no. no all right, so my nightmare no. job was uh, when I first got introduced to the GMC back black paint. Oh, and and I had I had an old youth pastor that was living, I think he's in Atlanta, and he was visiting uh, in-laws somewhere here in Oklahoma. I drove like two hours away, doing the dude a favor, gonna just show up, wash it, and coat it. I made the mistake of putting those halogen lights out as I go to coat it, because remember we used to do that? Dude, that went, used to cause And us. I went, oh, fuck. But, hey, man, look at this. And then I looked at what I brought, and I went, oh, shit. You messed up. Yeah. You know you messed up at. Putting the fucking halogen lights out. Absolutely. I know, but we were all into correction at that time. Do you remember the, talk so, about, talk so that was anxiety. the nightmare job. Talk about, like, oh, talk about anxiety. Like, Jesus. I had random pads. I had to buff, high-speed buff, a GMC black paint to get these scratches out. So then imagine taking that soft black paint and trying to polish Ooh. it at the same time. Ooh. I got to say. Nightmare. I got to say, mine would be uh, kit removal. Marty, I think I messaged you this a little bit back. Tint? Yeah. Oftentimes, I have to remove tint. Window tint? Yeah, like, I got to take off tint off of, like, used vehicles and stuff like that. Um, and oftentimes, you know, you, you pull the tint and it's left with that residue. I don't really have time to, you know, to, to let something sit in the sun with a product on it for three hours. Like, I just got to bear with it. I'm sitting there with a razor blade and, and like, degreaser or something. Just hour and a half. <laughs> what was that again? <laughs> yeah, he's the only one. He's the only one. I'm sorry. I mean, that's what he's doing. He has the little the scraper on. Exactly. Exactly. Man, you get me in, a, in like an old model S with windshield tint on it. Oh, 
Ooh, I'm throwing yeah. hands with somebody. Yeah. All right, guys, we got a roll. Thank you all for hopping on, Nick. Any update? Hold How on, can we you... see the nachos yeah, I mean, real can quick? We see I need to see progress of this shit. The nachos are not quite ready. I'm about ten minutes out. Hey, Nick, do me Chicken's one favor. Come off. Nick, do me uh, a favor. When you're done, can you send uh, 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 fucking Josh Raz detailing a video of you like eating the first nacho? Eating like, them. Yeah, he wants a descriptive. <laughs> And you can say DJ told me to do it, but a descriptive video of you eating the nacho. He needs it. Uh, Shady yeah. is this really rad. Very rad of you. Oh, it's rad. Rad. <laughs> rad, rad detailing. Just oh, uh, DJ. Up, bro, at the very least. DJ, M Marty, uh, Ian from Autofiber just hit me up, and he said uh, let him know sooner. And uh, I texted him earlier today, and he said that uh, he'll try to come on next week, too. Oh, yeah, cool. Oh, yeah, sweet. we like yeah. Ian. Yeah, he's he good cool yeah. shit. He's on the IDA board now, too. Oh, nice. Oh, really? Yeah, he is. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's about to. Yeah, he's 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 good. That'd be nice if I say, hey, man, with Bill and Marty. Oh, yeah, hit me up sooner. Like, let me know. I'll, I'll, I'm sorry I could not today, but uh, he left the office early. But he said uh, he'll be on next week. Cool. Thanks, Derek. All right, Somebody I enjoy it. I mean, uh, what did you think of the trios pistoles? I, much I love better. It. Yeah, I think it's a great beer. Much better than the left hand pizza Berlinini. Yeah, if you ever see that, pick it up. It's, it. it's a great beer. Mmm, 9%. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. 9%. Oh. Yeah, good beer. All right, guys. Have a good night. Good chatting. Wesley, good to see you, Derek, Nick. Thank yeah. you, guys. Hell yeah. I'll be on this the community needs you right now. They need you to go share this episode. If you got any value out of it and then let people in the group that you share to let them know what value you got out of this episode so that they also can go learn and grow. Uh, well, not only them as a person, but them as a business and them as an industry, right? If we're all in this together, if we are all a community, how much stronger would we be? If when we all got information, we shared the information openly, freely, and discussed it so that we could all feed off of the idea. All right, so go right now, whatever Facebook group you're most prevalent in, and share this episode and let the detailers know why you got value out of it and why they should also go spend time getting value out of the episode. Hey, this is Marshall, Total Out Solutions. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Ooh.